Good evening, you pumpkin spice snot-nosed little brats. Welcome to November and Pop of Color with India and Ruby, two women of color who love Bravo pop culture and astrology. Hey, guys. Um, My goal is to, like, not upset India with every intro, but just, you know, catch her off guard. Yeah, they always catch me off guard, so you're doing a great job. Was that from um, Hocus Pocus? Did um, you make that up? I mean, it's a Ruby original. Oh. A TM. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pero it was like a bunch of inspirations, you know, fused into one. Like, I was trying, what's the vibe? I was like, we're not at Thanksgiving yet, so we didn't need to make it a Thanksgiving-themed situation. I thought about calling out the people who are starting Christmas too early. But I just feel some type of way about pumpkin spice and not in a good way. So I did a little combo of that. And then I think it was like a Winifred Sanderson energy with the snot nose brats. Oh yeah. I um I'm also not a pumpkin spice girl. I'm a sweet potato pie girl and an apple cider Confession. girl. I don't think I've ever had sweet potato pie. <gasps> Did I go to hell? <laughs> <gasps> okay, well if you want one that's like from the grocery store but doesn't taste like it's from the grocery store, Patty LaBelle sweet potato pie is phenomenal. Okay. Now that you've co-signed, I can try that one. People may judge me because it's from the grocery <laughs> store. But actually, probably not because those pies used to sell out when she first created them. Or like well, people are too good for stuff nowadays. So it was like if you asked somebody in 1997, everybody would have said yes. Yeah. So but now yeah. people try to act like they're doing everything organic or from scratch or whatever. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I am that organic girl but um i don't do everything from scratch but we're also like down home girls you know what i mean yeah like for i mean i got advertised natty light vodka in my twitter oh which i gosh. feel a certain way about i sometimes <laughs> in atlanta stop at you know like i don't know if you have probably in texas i don't know i mean you're not from texas but i don't know if you guys have these in california like when you're like at a gas station in the parking lot of a gas station, someone's like doing like a barbecue. They like have they're like selling barbecue or tacos or stuff like that. Like I mean, I, I will guess. be driving and be like eh, barbecue, and just like, I mean that's the good stuff. Yes, that is the good I shit. mean again, we've talked about Wawa on five out of the seven podcasts. I was telling one of my clients about Wawa and just how amazing it is. And no one really understands because I'm like, it's a gas station, but it's like a also Panera. Also, that name just doesn't really help like us. Like Wawa. I'm like, it's like a Panera and a gas station. Like, that's a nicer. Amazing. That's nicer because I just say gourmet gas station food and I still get the looks. <laughs> I still get the I looks, have, but they're not as bad. I have like this horrible pain in the back of my skull, like kind of like where you know how you have like the bump of the back of your head and it yeah. curves in it's like right at the bottom of that curve i'm like i think the microchip that the government put in me is malfunctioning <laughs> and wants to break out it's like divergent remember when she yanked something out or oh, is yeah. that the movie? Mm. one of them they get chipped on her yeah i think that is divergent have you seen malignant the movie malignant no, that's the scary one, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm so just going to no. say it because this Tell is me. relevant. I'm never going to watch it. Okay, so short synopsis because I won't hold this up too long. But the girl, like, is is married to, like, an abusive man. He pushes her against the wall. She hits her head. She passes out, wakes up, 
and her husband's dead. I think this is how it goes, but whatever. Her husband's dead. Like, something killed her husband. So she's like, what the fuck? So then she's like, sees the creature and like, oh my gosh, or whatever. So you think that it's this, like, separate thing that's, like, trying mm-hmm. to murder her and murder everyone that she loves and cares about. Oh, no. But then you find out that she actually had a, like, malignant tumor. Like, but it wasn't, oh. like... It wasn't, like, um... It was, like, um... A parasite more than a tumor, a malignant parasite that was like supposed to be her like twin or something, or uh-uh. it was her twin. They were just like nope, like nope. attached. But the but nope. he was in the back of her head, right? So this thing is evil and like killing so people. You're just gonna put that into my brain tonight. <laughs> when I got people in this building that I can hear yelling through my air vent at each other violently, like Yolanda and Zane. And you're about to tell me about the twin that's about to pop out of my skull right now. That shit was weird. And then like, and you yeah. know, I'm, you know, and I it came out because they like everything. They took mm-hmm. all of it out, but like a piece of the brain. So then when the guy hit her up against the wall, the, the parasite well, escaped and was like, I'm back bitch. And was like changing her body. So it was like all upside down. And he was like, Killing people. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awful. It was actually Why quite terrible. You... Mm, Me and John awful. are like, what the fuck did we just watch? But all right. It's actually a real thing yeah. of like people having like the malignant like parasite like attachments, like a twin. Well, but not like they don't they're not like evil and kill people in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. I I just the concept is disgusting yeah it's really disgusting i'm sorry that i did that to you i mean (laughs) you have to get me back for scaring you last week (laughs) but we can move on to something more exciting and that's new bravo news So nothing really. Well, actually, there's exciting stuff. So Rural Housewives of Miami is coming to Peacock in December. Are we going to cover it? Into my vent. Duh. Are we I got to wrap my I mean, like, they're not going to be like specifically my people, but they're going to be close enough. Yes. They're, they're my culture. My culture. Yes. My culture. Love it. Hola, Miami. I can't wait. It's going to have everyone. Uh, I feel some type of way that we have to have Mrs. Pippin. Yeah. I was going to say and Larsa Pippin, but she's the worst. So we're going to roast her. If you want to hear yeah. people talking shit. Join us this December. We shall. Then in 2022, Real Housewives of Dubai is coming out. We'll see. I don't know. You don't think it's going to be good? What, what are we doing there? I need to see the trailer. I want to. I want to know what's going on, and I just want to know what's going on because, like, these people have multiple wives. Like, what if we see like the first, the but second housewife arguing with the first one? What? Like, do we know anything about the cast? No, I don't know anything about it yet. Because my worry of, like, that title is that it's, like, in Dubai, but it's going to be, like, all of the people who aren't from there who live there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope not. I hope this I feel is, like, it's culturally be white people. See, I feel like it's going to be white people who blackfish and wear, like, too much spray tan. Oh, no. I hope that That's my fear. Maybe not. Bravo. Please make it culturally appropriate. If we are going to have... Real Housewives of Dubai, please let these people be from the UAE, okay? All the Arabs. So Chelsea. Please. Not the Arabs, like A-Rod. <laughs> Mess. The diction is not on point tonight. It's not. 
My addiction is never on. We're str- this is like, we're both struggling tonight. So that's what this vibe is going to be. Everybody, you're going to ride the bus with us. Yeah. Speaking um, of riding. Yeah, but those- we'll see. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, it wasn't a really good Sorry. segue. I was going to say, speaking of riding the bus, but that isn't really a good segue. Into- and there was no bus? Dur- yeah, there was no bus. Speaking well- of... Um, okay. Anyway, speaking of riding... <laughs> Let's talk about robbing because Dorit got robbed. Did we already mention that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I kind of saw where you were going, and I was like, no, girl, don't do it. You already did this. Ruby is we already talked about Dorit like... getting robada, and then mm. we also talked about oh, yeah, we did. Yolanda getting shoved by Zane. Because remember, we see... were like, it was like on live, not live, but like, sorry. Now you got me thinking about this parasite. I heard a noise in my bar. Oh no. <laughs> I got some type of way. Um, yeah, I mean, she was robbed, but then she like bravely spoke out later and was like, thanks everyone. I'm doing okay. And then was like, I have to get back to work. AKA she didn't want to like people to guilt it, her for yeah. filming. <laughs> so she went to Harry Hamlin's birthday dinner on Saturday. Um, Oh, I had something and I lost her because <laughs> we are on the bus. Um, also not Bravo related, but just like something to talk about. Um, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian. Why are people claiming, why are people claiming them in the sense of like rooting for them? No, that's not going to work out y'all. You see, I, I don't like this like trendy thing that like these Kardashians do. I don't Mm -hmm. mind them overall. However, it's like, oh, you know, well, Courtney was the only one that dated a white guy. The rest of them were like, oh, Kim's with a black guy. Let's all get, or no, Court, I mean, (laughs) what's her name? Which one? What are you talking about? What boyfriend are you talking about? (sighs) Chloe. No, actually, Kim was date was married to a black man before. But anyway, it's like, oh, one's married to a black man. Let's all get married to black men or date black mm-hmm. men. And then it's like, oh, Courtney's with a badass rocker tattooed guy. Yeah, so now Let she's me also. Yeah, it's just like whack. I've heard Pete Davidson has a big ooh, but because <laughs> we're so chased on this podcast. <laughs> um, I just. The boy lives with his mom in Staten Island. By choice. That's, I know. I, well, I'm just saying it's not the choice. Like, I'm ready. We saw this election in Virginia. I'm ready to go live in my grandma's basement in Minnesota at this point. But what I'm saying is that, um, like, that is not her. Like, yeah. I'm sure it's just for fun and blah, blah. But you know the way, like, people just hype everything up right now? Like, it's ride or die. Yeah. Like, oh, Anytime someone dates someone, they're like, oh, this is for life. Like, please shop shipping. This is everything. You know what I mean? Like, they think Mm -hmm. everything is forever. And so everyone's just like so excited about this. And I'm like, this is definitely just for funsies. Like, there's zero compatibility here. They both just want to fuck. And that's fine. Yeah. But just let's all be real. Like, she, She's not going to go to Staten Island on the regular. No. And-, and that's not a dig against Staten Island. If anything, that's a dig against her because she's not, like, not humble enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she's not, she did not come, she's not a celebrity that came from, like, humble beginnings. Like, she has always had money. 
Yeah. So exactly. she's not going to understand like a small town or like an easygoing life, which and, is like clearly what he wants. And but from I'm, what I've read, he's just taking advantage of the hot iron. He's striking while the iron's hot. So he's yeah. just running through them. And guess what? I love if it. I was that person, I would too. Yeah. And you know, he has his own set of problems. So like with. I think that's why they all disappear so fast, which like is me. I'm not saying alcohol, that that's okay. I think with alcohol, but I know it's like. I think it's like mental health. And like. Which probably health. takes it out using. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I've read, you know, different quotes about like women saying like, you know, it's just like, he just comes with his own set of problems. It's not that you just like him. It's like, woo. Well, cause like he dated Cindy Crawford's daughter and Cindy mm-hmm. Crawford pulled a Yolanda and was like trying to get him into some kind of therapy or whatever. Who knows? Wish everyone the best, but yeah, just, just stop but, shipping but, people together. Yeah. Stop acting like people who are just dating are going to be together forever because that's, you're just going overboard. You're doing yeah. too much. I think everyone is just like ultra desperate post like not even post pandemic because we're still in it, but like late pandemic, late in pandemic, people are yeah. just getting real desperate, and it's not a good look. Lock it up, as I said to my twenty-two-year-old research assistant on her birthday yesterday. <laughs> not lock it up. <laughs> the people on my team have too many feelings, and I said this is not a place for feelings, folks. This is a place for professionals. And I asked this one, I was like, so how old did you turn? Because I thought they were like at least a couple years older and they were like 22. And I was like, well, this year you're going to learn how to lock it up. (laughs) They hate me. (laughs) (laughs) They like when I'm like just in a good enough mood, like I've just gotten enough sleep that I'm being real sassy. But then when I turn it on them, they get real grumpy. (laughs) But I mean, I'm, this is not America's next stop best friend. This is a workplace and this is not the office. You don't have to like me, but you will go, respect me. Go to Scranton, Pennsylvania. If you want to go make pals and do dumb shit. Um, they would, Michael Scott would be in HR fired <laughs> in 2020. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. I was just like, but now I'm like, not really in charge, but you know, I have to set an example. Yeah. And I'm like, tomfoolery will not be displayed here. Unless it's in a controlled setting. Yeah. You do what you got to do, Roops. You do what you got to do to keep. Yeah. She's an iron woman. Yeah. All right. Oh, and last thing, as I was hanging out here a few minutes ago, um, I was scrolling through Explore and someone said, Jada, please release Brother Will from his shackles because she keeps talking about it. But the thing is, like. (laughs) And I listened <laughs> to what she said. Like, they ran with, like, something completely different. She was just like, you know, you can't expect a partner to know what you need if you're not telling them. Yeah. And she was just, like, saying, like, how that can be the challenge is communicating. She never yeah. said that they had bad sex or anything like that. People literally hate her. <laughs> yeah. Well, pe- no, that's I, that's what I was going to bring up is, like, I was weak when I read that meme. But I was also, like, one everyone's internalized misogyny and two like you know you pull a soundbite from like 50 minutes of talking or context and then you just like pull them up it it was just the concept that had me weak but like agreed like women have the right to like voice what their needs are and she was just being honest about it and was actually like quite neutral 
but I think it all just started from the entanglement. Like (laughs) she's never going to dig herself out of that hole of honesty because I watched that clip and I've never like sweat so much in three minutes alone in my living room. And Will was like, I was tired. We were, we were up. We were about to. He said, I was through with you. (laughs) Yeah. And I think she said back, she's like, I was through with you. And I'm like, oof. Y'all got me stressed. The realness of marriage when you've been married. Yeah. I mean, I think they're like a very real, real couple, but I just, I just had to drop that because I know that it was like taken out of context, but I was still like the internet is savage and shackles. And I love left just (laughs) like, cause he's definitely not an angel. So calm down. We've all seen that Margot Robbie photo booth shoot. So calm down everybody. Okay. I mean, hot, but inappropriate. Jada also. Okay. He has taste. I guess we can talk about the point of the show now, which is Bravo. We were talking about people of color. We got that part. Okay. Sorry if you Wow. Even though we always save it for the end, Winter House like is great, but also gives me heart palpitations because too much is going on. And do I'm you like, want to go with yeah, Winter House yeah, Hearts? Yeah. Like, where do I look? We, should we just... I guess. Let's give the people what they want. Yeah. Because maybe give... they don't make it to the end of the episode. I love Winter House. This is a Winter House stand podcast. It is. Like, the only winter I care about coming is Winter House. Period. Period. Done. All right. So Winter House, we open back up with Austin and quote Linz wrapping up their little chit chat. And all I could say was, this is how I wrote my notes because I am a, you know, auteur. I wrote, Austin is booty, but Linz should know better than to take someone intoxicated at their word. Because yeah. he's a scrub. Number one, like bottom line of the episode, and also like just reminding me of like why I don't watch Southern Charm anymore. Austin Kroll is a scrub. Period. Done. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Yeah. I can see the aspects in which he is charming. I wouldn't say funny. We'll get to that later in the episode. But I can see where he's charming and he like knows how to play a nice guy, but he is just not it. And when he said, every New Year's Eve, I'm at Madison Square Garden. At a four-day fish show, my vagina has never been drier. Not a four-day fish show. I, I could not be with that person. And I don't judge people for a lot of hobbies because I have a lot of stupid hobbies. You're talking to a child that got the Scholastic Monthly uh, Rocks and Minerals subscription. Like, I've done some embarrassing things. The original Crystal Girl. Yeah. <laughs> High key. <laughs> I would, like, had a clear box with like sulfite and I would pull it out and be like, does it still smell like eggs? Like just (laughs) real hot girl shit since 98. It's okay. I used to love the smell of schools and like new books. And during the summer I used to do, I used to- Give me those library books. Mm. Yeah. And I used to have my mom go to like the teacher stores and she was a teacher and buy like math books and like- Yes, the workbooks. And I would do those workbooks during the summer. For what yeah, reason? This is exactly why we're <laughs> friends because we're the d- d- dorks. <laughs> like, I I remember my aunt was a teacher and I used to be like, give me your old lesson plan books and I would make up lesson plans for kids that I wasn't teaching. <laughs> I'm weak because Indiana just spit out her wine. 
her red one on her white sheets. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to level you up. I'm just saying, like, I relate deeply. No, and also, I, I relate. My infamous Archie comic collection. <gasps> me too. I don't know I where they are, one. though. I don't know where they are. Oh, they're here with me. I'm going to sell some for, like, five cents. Because I'm like, I don't need all of these. Um, it's a lot. I don't and know my where dad, my collection is. My dad was pissed every time we moved houses. And I still had them. And when he saw them in my apartment recently in my storage, he was like, why do you still have these? And I'm like, nostalgia. And he's like, you have chairs from your grandparents. You have pictures from here. You have our kitchen table. How much more nostalgia do you need? And I'm like, whoa, angry spice. This is not your home. <laughs> like, <laughs> calm it down. It's my storage. <laughs> I love Archie but, comics. But like, ride or die. Betty and Veronica all day. Like literally every diva bitch from the 90s was obviously my spirit animal. Veronica Lodge. Jackie from that 70s show. That blonde girl from Totally Spies. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> wow, Winter House. Okay, so. <laughs> Back to what we. I don't know how we went from know. my dry vagina to Archie comics, but here we are. <laughs> this is a um, versatile podcast. Yeah. You know, we, we, we have our quickly here. You guys aren't new here. This is episode 12. What you love about us. You get layers like an onion. Yes. I can't do Shrek accent, nor will I try. Um, and then oh, yeah, I love Lynn's because she tells the truth. She was like, I'm not a back burner girl. And know that. Say less. Right, period. Because I hate that shit. Anyone who's ever made me felt like that, I'm like, boom, we do not speak. You have been eliminated from the process. Typical guys not ready, either not ready to commit or she just scared him off. Either way, Lindsay, move on. Move on. But he's the trash king. Oh, and he's then... trash for saying, like, I was drunk. Like, you believed me when I said that? Sir. I, I think she was spot on with his assessment, too. Like, I feel bad for her because it's just like what we keep saying is like, she has a lot of love to give. And so, like, she's just like, when these guys do these false acts of like, love and it's not commitment but like investment do you know what i mean like where they like put in time with her because you have to talk to those people like none of my i have straight guy friends who i'm very close to like i know if i like murdered somebody they'd help me incinerate the body but we don't sit there and we're like hey how are you hey did you get in a fight with your person or blah you know like so if you're a straight man putting in that time with a straight woman and acting like you don't want something like low-key if whatever how you're I don't want to get really graphic but anywho um but like whoever you're like more distracted by at first so that like when you're ready for a wife you're like well this is the person who's the good wife no people gotta live their lives yeah don't that and I've heard from men <clears throat> I've never met a man I won't say any names in particular but a man who was like you know going on casual dates or like you know just dating mm -hmm. Or not even dating or just seeing someone as like, oh, well, we hook up and I may be hungry. She may be hungry. So I take them to, to lunch or dinner and we like, oh, you meant literally like hungry. Yeah. But like, oh, your eyes. Went <laughs> but that was like a euphemism that the kids said. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a loser. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> But um, no, just like, okay, well, we go to lunch. I, I'll, you know, I'll take her to eat. Like, yeah, I pay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't consider that a date. And then they like 
start thinking like, oh, this is more than what I what it is. And it's like, no, I said from the beginning, like, this is what I I was just looking for something casual, which, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll get into that later with Paige. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be plenty of moments in this. But it's like men don't always think so deeply about things as much as women do. Very true. And I think it's important for women to not take things so deeply or to just like, you know, just like communicate, communicate. Or if you're like, "Mm, this could be someone that I'm really interested in. Maybe not like spilling that to them, like wait for them to say something to you. And I really like feel like women should be take the take let a man take the lead. And if they're not taking the lead and they're just like not giving you any. And you said women need to be put in their place. You're number two. Who I'm just kidding. I was like, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just think that like sometimes like oh like we just can come off too strong or it just not or the timing just be off, you know. And I think timing is all you're saying is play it cool. Yeah, just play it cool. Play it cool. Don't be all uncool. (laughs) Don't be all uncool just like don't have any expectations go with the flow you can know what you want and he could know like you guys can talk about oh this is what i ultimately want and not know if you want that from each other yet and just yeah just like don't put pressure like don't waste your life but like for a couple weeks just play cool yeah i feel like what give us the give us ignorant people the like what's the time limit on that because see like i think everything has an expiration date like i'm not gonna wait six months playing it cool See, I don't really know because the way me and like John even got together, it's weird. Like it was like, okay, well, I am out of a relationship. You're out of a relationship. We just want to like, you know, just be like vibe Mm -hmm. and just see how it goes. And then I got to the point where I was like, I'm no longer wanting to vibe. Like, I think I want to be in a relationship. Like if that's not where you are, then Mm-hmm. We can still see each other, but I'm going to see other people. And yeah, then it was like, oh, wait, no, like, <laughs> I but you did, you, you did speak up eventually, too. Right. But, but you just like you like, weren't like, I have I know people who are like, they go into something and they're like, I want to be in a relationship. Do you want to be in a relationship? Or like, I want a husband. Do yeah. you want a wife? And it's like, oh, Whoa. Oh. even if people want that, like, we all want to have fun first. And they don't you know if they want sexy. that from you. want to be like, like, my mic. you don't know if you, you want that skin. from them. Like you really don't. I want nothing cool. from anyone. And it's <laughs> honestly better. Like anything in life is better when you don't have expectations. You can have goals, Correct. but when you don't have expectations of people and the outcome of things, your life is just run so much smoother because you're not overthinking. And like mm-hmm. when you overthink, you spewed out things that are actually how you feel. And when you, like, hone in on feel. something and get, yeah. like, just, like, too hyper-focused on it, it also, like... It ruins it because your that's actions... That's going to set up... Because that works like in, each. like, anything in life. Yeah. Like, anything in your life. If you just, like, get too hyper-focused and you want it, like, too much and you're just, like, every waking breath is about it, you're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I honestly uh, think, like, that... I mean, I'm, I've been also terrible at, with past people, but I think that was the real shift for me is when I didn't give a fuck as much and just like didn't have any expectations and was okay Mm -hmm. if he were to be like you know I actually don't want to be in a relationship like or I'm not looking for anything serious with you like and moved on I think that also says something about the person which definitely goes back to like definitely her energy is like if you're not okay with yourself like if you're not like we keep saying like if you're not internally repaired if you're not like you don't have to be at your highest self but you have to like love yourself accept yourself like you know feel whole on your own 
no person is going to do that for you. And if anything, that's what you keep looking for is like for that validation that you should be giving yourself. Yeah. And I think that the insecurity is like, there's a lot of insecurity within this, within this female group, which it's Oh my God. Everywhere. It's just like everywhere you go, it's just like insecure, insecure, insecure. And it sucks because they're also great. Like, I mean, you know, as most of them are good. Yeah. Yeah. As individuals, they're not bad people. And it's just like, but we've all been there and shit. Like, I don't know. I'm, I hope that I got this right, you know, with this relationship, but you just never know. But I just know that. Yeah. Nothing in life is guaranteed either. Yeah. And when you just don't have expectations for things and you just kind of let things naturally flow, Mm -hmm. it just makes your life so much easier. And if you don't like that person, if you realize like, and if they disrespect you, you realize, ah, that's not it. Move on. And know that like they did you a favor. Block the number, unfollow, mute, delete. Or go real hot girl shit on them and have them buy you stuff and then ghost them. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. Either way. Get the bag, literally. Get the bag and leave. Get that bread, get that head, then leave. (laughs) It's a song. (laughs) I mean, I would have hoped so. (laughs) You know, I'm not always up on the modern jams. You heard it here, Um, folks, guys. So they all get back together. Like other boring stuff happens, but it's like all little pics. Yeah. Um, they all get back together and like um the their theme parties are starting to feel the way housewives trips feel. Like they all just organically came up with it and all the quote supplies showed up all of a sudden. So like Jason, who we don't know from Adam, was like, guys, let's host a cold beer bash. First of all, who's drinking warm beer? Secondly, yeah. what kind of theme is that? And he's like, find a drinking partner and then they didn't really show as much of that to be honest like in terms of like the theme yeah but then there was like this kyle and amanda drama like about the working thing again and i'm just like is that what we're pretending is their storyline this year so that they can keep being on television and then poor lens i he needs to stop saying that because i can't call like we need carlito because i need hub house to be how i call her in my head because that's so much better um but she was like spiraling like lying on the floor talking about her eye contact with austin and julia was like no you don't need more makeup (laughs) like julia is no one's friend and that was proven later this episode (laughs) and then um Austin and Sierra like are hanging out and I did not like when he was like Lindsay is a crazy woman red flag red flag he's trash he does that with every woman when they upset him like he always like does those crazy labels on people and And then to the other woman like if I was a woman and someone said that to me about someone else but the issue here is that those younger girls don't have never liked Lindsay and they like to ice her out and make her feel bad because I think like for as insecure as Lindsay is, I think she's more secure in herself than the Paige, Sierra, Amanda trio. And so I think they thrive when she suffers, to be quite honest. Yeah, I think Lindsay's more secure and I think <clears throat> too strong. Like, and okay, that's- She's aggressive. No, I won't say it's too strong aggressive. because I don't want her, I don't want to pin a woman as not being able to be strong, but I think she can come off very aggressive. Yeah, I think aggressive is more- and maybe she needs a different type of man, like she said, like, because, you know, if you're a dominant woman, 
sometimes mm-hmm. being with and you're overly dominant which i think well that she's... austin is a soft ass bitch so that's why she thought he was perfect yeah and because he's a little wimp he, but he's a playboy but it's that's what's embarrassing it's like he shouldn't be a playboy because he's a yeah. dork and he doesn't like being told what to do you, you know what i mean like he's so or... inconsistent like yeah. i just can't and then again just jumping to call somebody who is supposedly one of his best friends a crazy woman I'm like, you're not being a good friend. You're being trashed to like elicit attention from this young woman. Yeah. And it sucks because Sierra, if she, and she's, she's younger, 26, like, and I feel like we all do this. Like women are like, we're like easy. It's easy for us to be like, oh, she's crazy. So then that validates like you and you, like your ego of like, oh like oh i'm the better woman of course i am you know she's crazy uh, haha when it's really like that's a red flag that they're saying that she's crazy because we're yeah, gonna, say, they're about gonna say that about you yeah idiot yeah and also like the fact that what he was mad at her about like i get that he's traumatized because madison may be the devil but like to, for him to be mad that she said that she loved him it's just like who hurt you like his family seems perfectly nice so he has never suffered in life like calm. oh no he did oh never mind i'll tell you later uh, <laughs> nice. well um I mean... he has su- he has suffered he has actually like a childhood trauma but it's just like i don't know it was just kind of weird to like pin her because like she was wasted yes but she i think really meant it in a creepy way right and so, like, just for him to be mad at her about that, I was just like, I don't know. It's I'm nothing sure to be mad over. I think that, like, he's probably turned off. Um, yeah, but- and that's all he has to say. He doesn't have to say that he's angry about it. Yeah. Like, nobody needs to be angry to be told that they're loved. But I feel like he's not really angry. I feel like he's using that as a reason to not, to ice Lindsay out and to yeah, just hang to out get with Sierra. Yeah, it's like, like okay, plays. well, she told me that she loved me. So that's a, that's an escape plan for me. Now I don't have to really pay her any mind. Now I can just really focus on like hooking up with Sierra and not feel guilty about like this Lindsay Sierra triangle because she told me that she loves me. And obviously that's not how I feel right now. Mm -hmm. So great escape. Like, I mean, honestly, that's how I would think too. I'm a little, I used to be a little bit of a player. I'm just a sociopath, so that's a whole different game. (laughs) I'm not even talking about my old life because she's trying to be better. You know? That's where I overthink. I'm like, how do I not act like a murderer? And then I have to work backwards and reverse engineer. Okay, you. What's his name from you? I was about to say, no, I'm Miss Love. I finished that on Sunday. No, I finished that on Tuesday night. I'm a Love Quinn stan. Justice for Love. I have not. Joe needs to meet his demise. Every time um, I go to watch it, I end up watching something else. <laughs> it's like you have to have nothing to do that day because it's fun. But like, I wouldn't have been able to, like, I did it this Sunday because like for our work, we had a conference all week. And so like my brain was just over. And then it was like Halloween and I'm an adult, which with all do everyone who celebrated like good for you. Um, I just don't do costumes and stuff like anything that requires effort. I don't do. So I just opted out and just sat on my couch and watched it while I did like laundry and house stuff. And Netflix had the gall to ask me, are you still watching? I haven't gotten that in like five years. <laughs> I was like, 
I was like, yes, bitch, it's Sunday. I'm 31 and it's Halloween for the young folk. Like, this is what I'm doing. Get off my dick. What did I even do? Oh, the Braves game was on. So we won. You're living that baseball life. Um, I wrote Gabby is either really cool or really weird because Luke walked into her room and she had her communication skills book and her notes. And like, (laughs) I get like, you and I are those people that like, we do things where it's like, we put reminders to like motivate ourselves or like we need to have like, you know, five bullet point checklists of like goals for our, our daily habits. Like we are focused people but what she had was just so random. <laughs> and I love how he was like, so if you had a note that said, eat five slices of pizza or five pizzas today, which you do like hers are just like the Jenga truth or dare on post-its. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she said that she needed the book to learn how to communicate, I was just like, I don't know. Like, are you doing this? Cause you're already like pretty self-actualized and you like to like learn and expand your mind. And I was like, no, I think you're just, you actually don't know how to talk to people because you're of that internet generation. Yeah. I think like she's a little off. I, I relate to what's Gabby. your, what's your thought on her? Because I feel like you probably have a nicer. I like her. I, and I kind of relate to her cause she's so awkward and like kind of shy. So she reminds oh. me of like my younger self, but um... I still don't think like your younger self was like that. Like, cause we, we were pretty similar as kids too. Like, separately not together but you know what I mean like from each other's childhood like we were both shy or like nerdy but she has that thing where like you know when people permeate the rest of the group with whatever their energy is yeah like she's the kind of awkward that makes everybody else feel awkward I feel like I think that she's also kind of a lone not a loner but maybe more of an introvert than the rest of them so she's like oh, I'm just gonna go in my room and read a book about communication skills because I don't know how to keep yeah it. that <laughs> or, just the choice of book yeah. was wild i have that that similar book on a pdf on my phone and i used to like use it all the time so but i feel like you use that for work you know I, how just, to talk to- I used to use that for like dating too so i'm like how do i tell someone that i like them without telling them that i like them like what are the body things don't you just put your i was like don't you just put your hand on their shoulder or some shit no it's like it's like you give like the one two it's like a three second gaze or something and like it's like you like caress your neck in a way that's like that for some reason okay Luann (laughs) (laughs) and then you whisper so they have to come in closer remember when she was giving Bethany dating tips yeah oh god the good days (laughs) cringe I had a dark thought for us just starting this podcast I was like am I done with housewives like because that Beverly Hills reunion I was worn out we spent a it. month talking about Erica and I don't even know what we talked about. It was just such like blonde and pink goo across my screen for four weeks. The only thing that I like, gathered from it is that Tom is a pimp and she's either been completely what? manipulated or she's been a factor. You know, that's all I got from it. She's definitely a part of it because she's too defensive. She's way too defensive and she never answers the questions. Like, even the questions she could legally answer. Yeah. She always just talks around everything that she gets asked. That's called, I love, like, also that she, like, harp. I love how when you watch Real Housewives, like, any fucking word in the vocabulary, they go, that's a big word. Like, you know, bully is always a big word. And then now liar is a big word. They were like, 
Liar is a big word. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a four-letter word. Fuck up. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is a big word. You could. That's like at least 28 letters. You could be telling a white lie. You could say, "Oh, I ate McDonald's, and you really had a burger you made from home." It's still a lie. Yeah, like you could just lie and say, "No, I didn't wear that outfit three days in a row." That's a liar. No one's. So yeah. I feel like it was I mean, a waste. I get the and whole I just don't like, define, and I hate being defined. I'm one of those yeah. people. But it's like, if you lie multiple times, you're, you're a liar. liar. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie about it called Big Fat Liars, starring Queen Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Go look it up. I used to have it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you smoke multiple cigarettes in a day, you're a smoker. Or Oh, she said, you're a smoker. If you drink alcohol, you're a drinker. If you do people's hair for a living, you're a hairdresser. Like If you're Dorinda Medley, you're drunk. I mean, you're drunk. (laughs) Remember that (laughs) argument? (laughs) No, I said, you're drunk. (laughs) That defense was epic. I think one year I've got to be Dorinda with the clown red lipstick and just wearing a wig and see how many people recognize me <gasps> we should do that um i just that just reminds me of when bethany is like these people are calling themselves her friends when she looks like the fucking joker <laughs> <laughs> people are trash that's the summary of this podcast um back okay, to winter back house. to winter la, la casa de invierno let's go back to that um gabby's a weirdo they're at the beer bash. I wrote, poor Linz is so sad. And then she hit, um, I think it was Luke with, we communicate through our eyeballs. And then she bulged out her eyeballs and Luke was not having it. <laughs> he was like, okay, Lindsay. Thank Luke you so looked much. like confused. He was, Luke does not know what's happening at any given point in time. He doesn't know that he's on a television show. No, he's the... Uh, he thinks he's being paid to chop wood and wear like a red onesie and make igloos yeah also i I love that they're only doing close-up twerking shots because it probably doesn't actually look good full-bodied like when austin was dancing behind sierra we know he wasn't we know he can't move come on like y'all better stop (laughs) They did a lot of quick action shots, tiny action shots for everybody. To William and Mary and lack of rhythm. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just you know, I do miss a good slow twerk though. Like sometimes, like I miss not like a club, but like a good dance floor where everyone is sweating and everyone's a good dancer, and you just feel like you're an extra and step up. You know? Yeah. And the makeup's not good really, days. makeup wasn't really a thing then. Like, it was like. Yeah, it was not about mascara. Instagram. It, it wasn't yeah. about, like, any of It was that. about, can you move your body? Can you get down? Do you know the songs? Are you with it? Do I sound 31 yet? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I'm hosting a Friendsgiving, and I actually wrote for the theme. It's called Twerksgiving. <laughs> like, y'all it. are going to have to twerk to get into the building. To get into it. this apartment, you must dance to Dip It Low by Kristen and Million down my hallway <laughs> if you want to eat tonight. While I record. <laughs> Favorite ho song, again, when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking I was pop, somebody. Pop, pop, pop that thing. 
Dip it low, pick it up slow, roll it all around. Oh my God. Love. I used to have a playlist of just songs from 2004. And guess what? That was a great year for everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, mm-mm. I saw those clips and I was like, mm-mm, not for me, not for me. Poor Jason. Speaking of me living in the past though, like, again, I hate that I really to Kyle Cook on any level, but like, I feel like he always thinks it's like 1983 in his life. Like the ski outfits, the phrases, the broing out, like that weird white man energy. And I also feel like I'm always living like it's 1999. Like everything I say, I want it to sound like I, I'm from like a decom movie, yeah. you know, like beat it nerd, get off our turf. <laughs> <laughs> I always think like that's the most aggressive thing you can say to somebody. Yeah, little Jason. I said so much friend zoning. Miss Gabby said, I, again, twice this episode, someone said that they love someone like a sibling. She's like, I love him like a brother. Like, oh <laughs> and he was just like, bitch. <laughs> like I thought we were vibing. All right. That's yikes, too, because like that's just life, though. You know what I mean? It's like a series of miscommunications. Because, like we said, everyone, there's always one person who thinks that they're into something, and the other person thinks that we're just having fun. Yikes. Also, notice how they, when Gabby and Sierra were twerking together, we saw a full body shot of that because they can both dance. The differences. Yeah. I also feel like it's so hard to watch this show like they just it's just so chaotic like it's kind of like i don't think there were any like good full scenes of television on this show so they keep having to give us like 10 second snippets of like every right. room and everything going on and every moment because like i can't even take notes on it because i'm just like where are we like i feel like a cat trying to like hold on to a wall i'm just like what is going on i'm and- amanda going to the bathroom and staying there for a while <laughs> Just to get some peace and quiet. <laughs> I I probably like I don't want to align myself with Paige, but I would be the one dancing on a table because that's just my natural self. So sober, tipsy, otherwise. I just love being above people physically and mentally. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever I gotta do to remind people, I shall. <laughs> um <laughs> it's just my natural state in life. <laughs> Because I'm rude. Oh, in group settings. Um, I also feel like they do it like that because, like, think about when you're looking at that scene and it's just 10 people. Like, I'm just like, they probably weren't having that much fun, but they just have to make it go like, make us think it's like the best ranger ever. I'm like, all these people are really boring. And they just made it onto reality television because they were willing to look dumb as fuck for the world. You know what I mean? I can't drink that many. Like, I think the only person on there who's actually fun outside of television is Hub House. Quite honestly. I think like which of those people, if you saw them in the wild and they were never on reality television, like they aren't famous, would you be like, oh, I want to hang out with that person? They seem like a good time. Not for like a good time. Like I don't think any of them I would be like, oh, like I want to party with them. They seem like the partiest of animals now. Kyle like, who probably do you think is. Yeah, Kyle. Unfortunately, Kyle and I- Lindsay. 
Yeah, I think yeah. you're right about, like, Lindsay. The rest of them seem pretty normal. Yeah, Lindsay's one of those people I feel like if I, again, if she weren't on television, if I didn't know who she was, like, that I ran into, that I'd be like, whoa, you're a lot. But also, like, you're interesting. I'll watch this and see what happens. You know what I mean? Like Andy says, watch what happens live. I'll follow her. Um, <laughs> I wrote, Gabby and Julia are fake friends. I'm dying. <laughs> or, like... How I, again, we have been young women before who knew toxic people, but I would never stay friends with someone for over a decade that I I didn't trust the way they don't trust each other. Yeah, no. That's beyond to me. No. Also, (laughs) I wrote down Kyle drunk crying because he says he isn't a good partner and the juxtaposition of Amanda and the girls drinking and Kyle crying. (laughs) But also, like, he wasn't crying. He was trying to cry so hard. I'd never seen someone, like, and he didn't even have Botox to blame. He was, like, uh, like, cringing his face, but nothing was coming out of his eyeballs. Oh, I didn't even notice. I thought Lindsay should crying. know. She communicates through her eyeballs, and she didn't see no tears. <laughs> and then Amanda comes upstairs crying, like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? She She's an police. easy crier. Like, she was almost about to cry from him trying to cry. And I was like, why the fuck are these two crying? Drunk. Again, it was just like too much. I was like, guys, just be in the background. Drunk, y'all don't need drunk. to have y'all don't need to have a quote story for this show. It's two weeks. We can just watch everybody else be a sloppy bitch. Um, I didn't it was kind of weird too, like I don't know about Gabby confiding in Sarah and Paige. Maybe more so Paige, because it's like Paige is Julia's quote again friend. So if you go like I guess you don't really have a lot of people to talk to about it. But they were not the ones. Yeah. Cause I feel just... like really Amanda might have been a safer person to talk to. Yeah. I think Amanda, or even, no, because I feel like if she told Sierra, Sierra was going to tell Paige. But it's like, why yeah. are you confiding in someone, like you said, that is just going to tell Jul- Julia, unless that was your plan, was for her to tell Julia so that you didn't have to? Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, I wonder um, also how Gabby, like how she said, like Jules was a reason why her and her ex broke up. I'm like, what happened? I don't think that's true. True. Yeah. I think that like, I think both of them are not good, like great people. And so like, there's like, there's somewhere, the truth is somewhere in the middle of the two of them mm-hmm. where I think like Julia is reckless, but also Gabby seems like the type of person to like over, like both oversimplify and over dramatize things in the sense of like, oversimplifies and like everything is black and white and then over dramatizes and like everything is all or nothing you know I mean I get the feeling like pissed about you know like your friend twerking on a guy that you oh yeah so get that but I also think a little bit is like an insecurity maybe that oh yeah um and also I don't think that if that person ended your last relationship again why are you still friends with them yeah what are you doing you're dumb. No, I did I not like that. About it. I think she's just and, trying. And to then, like, I didn't like the telephone. Like, that's why I don't do quote like girl gangs. Like, I have a lot of close girlfriends, but not in like a group or like who all have to consult each other or like line up your schedules for stuff all the time. Like, I've never been that person. And yeah. so, because it's like this is what happens is like everyone gets to like have their opinion on how you live your life, or everyone has to agree that this is good or bad. Like I see that happen with other friends all the time where they like 
take in polls from their other groups of like, here's stuff that like, I want to know. And it's like, no, no, not appropriate. Like get, get your own brain, make your own decisions. Like you can confide in like one friend for like feedback and stuff, but not like, let me get four other people's ideas on like how to like go with my relationship or my friendships. Not for me at all. And then I'm a little tired of like the foursome continuing to hook up next to each other all the time, like in bed, in the hot tub. Like, again, they're younger than us, but we, I don't even think we did that when we were finishing undergrad. Again, freshman year was the most cringe hookups I ever did. Personally, don't come in my bed with your outside clothes. I thought you meant that kind of come. No. And that you're specifying in the outside clothes. <laughs> no, don't don't sit or lay on my bed with your outside I clothes. Hate outside. And when people put their shoes on a bed, ew. You're dead to me. You're foul and disgusting. I can't stand no. it. No. I literally anytime I come home, I have to change into soft clothes immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Something clean, soft. Take off my shoes at the door. Don't put yep. your shoes in my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like play it cool sometimes with like new people with the shoes. I'm like, you can walk like everywhere except my bedroom with shoes. But I'll just make a joke because I have I have uh-huh. floor slipper. I'm like not sh- not your shoes, on my white rug. But but most people know because I have like several pairs of my shoes already lined up like under my little entry table, so they kind of get the vibe, and they'll be like oh, should I take my shoes off? And I'm like, I mean, like, if you want to, that'd be a good idea. But, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, people already walked on my carpet, so it's fine. That's why I got a printed one. So just let it blend in, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, the force of hookups is getting creepy. The men are over 30. The women are approaching 30. That's enough. I'm just like, especially with that, I'm private. I don't, that's why I can't be on a reality show. I don't want any of that published. No, thank you. Also, in fact, I like secret hookups more than I like honest ones. Again, something I should go to therapy about. Um, <laughs> I had a segue and I lost it because that was like too true. That's <laughs> too honest. <laughs> they had the like, skiing oh. day. Oh, it was just another too honest thought. I went, Andrea Chuck and Paige. I'm okay with that. Andrea, if you want to come to the East Coast and choke somebody. Oh, they live on the East Coast. If you want to come down South, I'm here. He's fine. He can do it. Yeah. Only casual, though. Only casual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I She's an idiot. We'll get to that. Um, they go skiing. And um, did you notice that in Craig's title card, it says entrepreneur slash lawyer? <laughs> He's like, can we stop? the false narrative law school graduate is what it should say which is he's not a lawyer stop it stop like stop lying i feel like they had to make they had to like booster his because jason's out there with like non-profit coordinator slash model and luke is like jewelry designer model and they're like craig entrepreneur slash lawyer I should have taken a picture because I was like, this is not true. This is false. These are lies. Um, The skiing lessons with the girls, I was traumatized. 
I probably already told the story about going to Park City and learning to ski and how I didn't even live the conveyor belt. Oh, yeah. Um, so whenever I watch these skiing lessons, I'm traumatized because I never even made it down the bunny hill. So when Kyle was like talking about Amanda going down the run for an hour, I was like, I didn't even get on the lift. I refused because I'm someone who knows my limits. I've never been. So. And I had a creepy old instructor who kept like being like, I'll ride with you. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh. no, you won't. <laughs> I'm going to go sit over there and drink alcohol and look cute in this puffy outfit that I can be bloated in comfortably. Oh, yeah. I just wish they had like done something fun with the whole ski day. Like, make them all dress in like monochromatic hour and like monochromatic colors like the power rangers or something like remember Mighty Morphin yeah. power rangers movie when they all skydived skydiving yeah, the outfits on mm-hmm. yes Epic. like i still only want to go skydiving to wear like a pink power ranger outfit when i do it like they should have done that instead of letting them dress different ways and like had their names like written in the back would have been epic this is when I lost steam on the notes, so it's going to get real vague from here. <laughs> I wrote, Apreski, there are fights. <laughs> and that the only thing I love more than crazy Lindsay is glaring Lindsay. Like, every time Austin and Sierra had a moment, the camera just pans to Lindsay. Like, she really does communicate with her eyeballs because they were, like, dark and hooded <laughs> over, like, her cheekbones. She was just like, I will have my Thank revenge. Calabar's revenge, oh, Hubhouse's revenge. She's so sad and so angry. Gabby and Julia talked and that went nowhere. But I kind of... So okay. dumb. Like, it wasn't even a good discussion. No, and I see both sides. A, Gabby isn't, like, doesn't have the balls to, like, to outwardly say, like, this is how I feel to Correct. Julia. And, like, that's I, that's obvious because she just held everything in versus telling her been there whatever but then julia's like okay like she's like well i'm telling you how i feel and you're not understanding how i feel but then julia's like okay but you it's not like you communicated it to me you communicated mm-hmm. it to other people who then communicated it who aren't even part of the conversation yeah so it's like you don't like what so i get both sides like i think julia yeah. can be like just an attention hog and she oh yeah wants attention she's thirsty. from anybody even if it's like she's trying to make so many horrible jokes in her confessionals that I can't even acknowledge because I would just have like 50 notes in this phone that say like Julia's annoying yeah and I think she just wants attention I don't even think it's about Luke I think Gabby maybe no can get about Luke it's just anybody she likes Luke well it's and... just like if Julia just wants attention why couldn't she ask for it from anybody else like what, then, why couldn't she get it from like Craig but I think that we also <laughs> saw like when like when Andrea took his shirt off and she's like oh my gosh abs and she's like touching his abs it's like you're not you know like i think it works in multiple ways i think gabby just hones in which okay if you're if your girl likes a guy you are supposed to stay six feet six feet away from him like he's the coronavirus i think this episode is called playing it cool because play a cool bitch like just you know keep it keep it loose like stop like, Julia's another annoying one. I mean, they're all just, like, so fucking annoying, to be quite honest. Yeah. And I support, I'm Ramona. I'm a woman who supports other women, but I don't support this. Yeah, no. Wow. Am I Ramona? Because I was posting those pictures of all my friends. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> if each one of these friends gave me $100, I could buy a Gucci bag just for my 60th birthday. 
<laughs> Sorry. And then we have, we'll just skip to the double date. It's like Austin, Sierra, Kyle and Amanda. And it was like, they were on a job interview. I felt like Kyle and Amanda were interviewing them on how to be like a reality TV couple. And I was like, these are not the people you want to emulate. Like Kyle and Amanda are not aspirational. Stop. Stop looking to them for advice. I don't know. Like, I think that like, it says something about your relationship when like, especially when she was like, we get on each other's nerves. Like he wakes it. He complains too much. He works too much, but like, we love each other. And I think that like, I don't know. It just says something about like it when like a couple can like easily bounce back from like. Can they easily bounce back, India? Is that what we've seen on the television for five years? Well, I mean, they're bouncing back now. It's taken some trial and error. Error. <laughs> I like error. error. <laughs> <laughs> Give an auntie. <laughs> Asia, like that's that's trial why. And era. <laughs> it's just some trial and error until you find <laughs> the one. <laughs> <I'm> done. <laughs> that's how I, wrong you are that you couldn't even say error, right? <laughs> I love, but I like it though because I think like I don't. People, I think couples just naturally get on each other's nerves, and you're just like, yeah, but oh, this moment I hate them, but I love them. Like they. Are- they hate each other India. there's a difference like it's not the getting on each other's nerves because it'd be one thing if like we just saw them like bugging out and stuff it's just like one he can't not black out and possibly hook up with other women while he's engaged to her and then she like never wants to work in her life like literally he'll be like i'm gonna give you six figures to draw a different color scheme for lover boy and she's like "Ugh, work like the two of them are just a mess Uh, I think that they, I think like Julia, I think they like attention more than anything and they share that in common. And so I think they thrive in being in the spotlight together. I'm telling you when these cameras end one day and they will move on from them, like, are they going to pull through? I hope so. I I mean, I I, I I wish ill on anybody. I'm just suspect. I like Amanda. Kyle, he's cool. I tolerate her. I tolerate Kyle, but I like Amanda. When he claimed that he lays the pipe, I had to turn off my television. Okay, mute it or pause it or whatever. I can't turn off my television because it takes too much to reboot it. I was like, sir, never say that fucking phrase again in my presence. But it did make me think of the song called Pipe by Christina Aguilera. That's really good. Anybody, anyone feeling frisky? Go look it up. It's a (laughs) game. it's a jam (laughs) and then um before i saw the preview like jason and Lindsay were by themselves in the kitchen i'm like hello rom-com like two jilted lovers who find each other in their innocence and goodness Mm -hmm. like they weren't even doing anything they were just like both in the kitchen separately kind of and i was just like i was like come on like this is so cute like coco and vanilla Mix it up for a little hot chocolate, you know? I would ship them together for sure. Some kind of dessert. Ginzy. Lacen. I don't know. And then on the other hand, I was like, Paige and Andrea are like the villainous couple in like a teen movie. You know, when it's like the two bad people who like each other and it's just like hijinks and Sue. (laughs) When he picked her up to like bench press her. I was like, Paige, that's what you get for being a scrub sometimes. And she just did scrub behavior in the past. You, like, 
No. He is a player. And the fact that he was just like, oh, shoot, two other girls that I like just text me. I'm like. And then Gabby's trying to give her hints like, I've only seen him sleep around with girls. I'm just like, I. It's just like. That's what happens is like girls like Paige who like like to pretend that they're really like smart and witty about stuff like and clever because she always has an answer for something. But then the way she would get all smiley around him, I'm like, girl, you're dumb. Like because you don't so know. It's so much easier on. to tell someone what to do than for you to actually do it. Yeah, but still, it's like you can't act like a little smartass if you actually are an idiot. Or a giddy goo goo gaga. Yeah, like she's a silly goose. She is a silly goose for him. And it's quite frankly embarrassing. I was weak. And then more embarrassing was next week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Next week's episode is more embarrassing where she cries about being 28 and not knowing who she's going to marry. Like, shut the fuck up. We're all from like a completely different generation. Yeah. Like, then you're. That's not a thing. She was just looking for her, like, cement my next season moment. Or she was drunk. Still. For many people, the drunk thoughts or sober words or whatever. Drunk words. Oh, yeah, are... definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely drunk thoughts, sober, or drunk words, sober thoughts. That was definitely her. So oh, that's yeah. She thing. definitely she, feels that way because, like, of she her feels parents. that way deep down. She's mentioned it before on Summer House of like, my parents have just been together for years and I, like, you know, a couple decades. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but she's see. Like, I'm not saying don't be yourself because like be yourself, but like, just know that like, you're not going to be getting the kind of people that get married at that age because like, those are like the boring, like not boring. Let me not be rude to my friends who are married if they're listening to this, but like the, like, just like more grounded people, you know, who like know what they want. They're not looking for like a lot of bells and whistles and a bunch of nonsense. You know what I mean? Like she clearly wants to like quote, make her mark in the world. And that's, like you can't be locked up in doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a sad world, but you have to pick one. Give Successor partnership. World. Give it some you time. Can. Stardom or love? Choose. I choose my own destiny. Sorry. <laughs> it's a Britney Spears commercial. I know. <laughs> no, I choose my own destiny. Um, anywho. Where um, are we going next? Potomac. Salt oh yeah City. we're working backwards we're working i mean upwards. like we can do potomac really quick because it was Nothing a finale happened. episode yeah it was a finale episode karen and ray renewed their vows um i love how she casually dropped that her daughter had a kidney stone but at least her stepson was there to walk her down the aisle oh it was that's her actual son that's his stepson oh really Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a kid by someone else before they got married. Oh, I don't know why mm-hmm. I thought it was Ray's son and she was the stepmother. Well, that's cute then when she was like, he gave her away the 25 years ago also. Yeah. Okay, Karen, making moves. Then we had Robin and Ashley's double date where basically Michael metaphorically sucked Juan's dick. So mm-hmm. that was a, that was a wild ride. And I just and love that Juan Rob- sucked his back later. I love that Robin said, do people <laughs> ask if you're the boy's grandfather? <laughs> about dean and dylan i'm sure they do <laughs> he was he no he acted all shocked he was like no never i'm like all right um we definitely skip um anything about candace's record deal <laughs> i was like kind of happy for her but i was happy was- for her but i was also weak that her team was shading her about her social media and her temper like <laughs> 
got to keep your social media in check. I will say like, I'm happy for her because I do think both Dot and Chris support her deeply. And I'm sure that's a good feeling to have. Like they were really sincerely there for her at that signing. So that was cute. I also love a color purple reference, but she said, I sign now. Like I marry now. I love a color purple reference because I love to say when people do wrong by me, until you do right by me, everything you touch gonna crumble. Everything you do gonna fail. I may be black and I may be ugly, but I free. I'm done. I'm telling you, that wine auntie is lit today. (laughs) Color purple references are the best. Respect. That's fine. (laughs) We tolerate whatever it is I'm doing on this side of the microphone. So you told Hoppo to be voting well. Oh man, classic. Anyway, that's the only part I bolded in this entire um, everything. (laughs) You're like insert the color purple moment. I love a color purple reference. On 10. We can skip Juan and Robin because I don't care. We just know he doesn't want to film on television. Exactly. So that's all that was. Um, everybody got ready for the vow renewal. I love when Candace arrived and she went, it's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, thank you, weather girl. Like, this is ugly. <laughs> Um, should we do a quick outfit review of the ladies at the yes, bathroom? But I was weak at the stairs and they were like, oh my gosh, we have to go up these stairs. Why? Mm. <sighs> terrible venue. Terrible. Well, what was terrible? It's like the party was downstairs, but but they put the bar to start upstairs. Why would you do that? Why did they gotta go there? That was stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Candace, I wrote headpiece. Why is she trying to do turban work? She's not in a cannon. And it can and shouldn't be doing it either. So it's like I think it's I think also I don't she, love that for a wedding if unless that's part of your culture. Yeah. That's I not think part it of her culture. Look chic and cute, but sometimes it's it doesn't work. No. And, that's and this was one of those times. I wrote Mia Wishing Fashion Nova. Yep. <laughs> she was rocking that, you know, she in partnership. She in curve. Oh, yes. I don't know what that dress was. I weirdly liked Ashley's dress in a way. Yeah, I did too. I said it was cute. It's just very her. You know what I mean? And she has like the body for it and stuff. Like, like of course, she wants to dress like an extra from Chicago at Karen's Dower Newell. She's like, do you need a Roxy heart? I heard Erica Jane is going to jail. Like, let's go. Yeah, she, she was dressed. And then good. justice for Giselle. I thought she looked cute. Me too. I was like, told you guys, she used to dress so well those first seasons. I think she must have gone through like a hard internal time and wasn't loving herself fashion wise. I don't know. Cause those wigs and everything child was terrible, but she looked pretty mm. here. Very pretty glittering in gold. Robin are up meh. Robin's always doing too much. She had the hair and the one shoulder and a ruffle. Yeah. And I was like, meh. I said, the dress is okay. And then Wendy looked cute, but like, if you can't wear your dress, don't wear it. Yeah. Like, you like she was it. holding her front of her dress the whole time. I was like, what are Happy and Ness doing if they're not holding up your damn dress? And then she couldn't even sit in it at first. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Like, you look so tacky if you're wearing, like, a beautiful gown and you can't, like, wear it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? When the clothes wear you. A memoir Too by much. Ruby. But guess who looked the best? 
Escala. Uh, I I said she's cute. <laughs> Calm uh, down. I said Escala looks good. Escala always looks the best. Oscillators. <laughs> your your president is over here. Her style is just so fast. Her name is India. I wrote Karen looks really beautiful. Surprisingly. Yeah, she looked really beautiful, but a ten thousand dollar dress. And like again, it's not like I'm a perfect human, but I hate waste and I hate like waste of money, like waste of resources, waste of people's manual labor, like all for one moment. That isn't even the first moment. It's a renewal. Like go to Marshall's, just get a little little crop dress. David Br- David's day for her crop wedding dress. I mean a two K wedding dress, okay, but ten K I'm like, you could have got a whole nother ring. Mm-hmm. Like a whole nother like, like something you're gonna wear every day two carat ring down payment <sighs> on a car like come a on a trip to like a nice european ex- excursion exactly first class buy a i don't know a down payment and again, that dress was not the one for that either so calm yeah. down karen cute dress but i don't feel like the expensiveness is needed for a second yeah, I loved um, their highlights was um, apparently Giselle is dating and I loved in her um, interviews when she was when the producer was asking her questions and she was like, that's none of your business, Nora. Yeah, I was like me AF about everything. And I did not like that ring wearing conversation that the men were having about like who wears it and who doesn't and why they don't wear it. I'm like, bitch, they make those little elastic things now. So you can wear a ring at any time. Like I mm-hmm. see surgeons wearing those when they're doing surgery. Mm-hmm. The patient is asleep and they're still wearing their ring. So mm-hmm. that just says a lot about y'all for not doing that. Mm-hmm. I do not like that. Also, the yeah. fact that Juan is just as obsessed with Michael as Michael is Juan. Something's wrong with Cringe. both of them. Cringe. They, they, I think they're both like, the thing is, it's like they're both convinced that these shows have made them out to be villains. So I think they just bond over that and they're like, fuck this show. Let's cause a scene. You know what I mean? One more villain than the other. Juan. They're like Juan setting shit forget about. Up. Like Juan stuff. It's like, oh, forget. Forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Michael is like. Well, I mean, Juan was like, yeah, I would suck my dick too. Like, <laughs> he probably loves the compliment. Ew. <laughs> I'm not supporting anything. I'm just saying. Also, Candace yeah, there's saying, people who love attention. Candace saying that Michael wasn't morally good enough for Ashley. You agree? Yeah. I mean, I think we all agree. I think actually, in America agrees. Ashley is not that morally good. So I take it back immediately, like a Libra does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so one of my friends told me they were like, yeah, I don't like, I think you've said it to me, but somebody else said it to me how it was like, I'm really not going to take you seriously when you're like, upset and you're saying that everything's going to change in your life <laughs> like you're going to yeah, move stuff. like you've said it to me. and then um one of my friends said that to me because like um she has a libra girlfriend and she said her girlfriend like got mad and like moved out for five seconds and then moved back <laughs> i was like that's like me whenever i'm ready to rage quit and i'm like and then i'm gonna move to another city you're a libra and then i call rising <laughs> Have and then I call the fuck down. I'm that All person. You. Like, is like, let's do this, 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 and this. And then when it gets time for it, I'm like, I don't feel good. <laughs> Can we reschedule? <laughs> Hell, I had a stomachache before we recorded this, and I was like, I should opt out. And then I was like, girl, you're just sitting in a chair talking shit. Oh, that's the Taurus in me. The Taurus in me goes, 
why do I need to go out when I have a fluffy couch and fluffy pillows and a nice like bedspread or oh my god whatever like someone kept asking me like why wouldn't you or like you know there's like small boutique hotels around here and they're like would you ever go for like a staycation around here I'm like no my bed is really fucking comfortable and I've decorated my apartment really nicely like I enjoy my home yeah I'm extremely social and like need to be invited to everything but I love sleeping in my own bed at the end of the night I will find my way back here for sure always um g looking around karen he wrote that's a hell of a dress <laughs> i was like ew there is something about like for as much as old men like young women like people like people their age like you find yeah. people your age attractive so it was like he's into karen because that's his gen yikes spikes and i love that um candace asked where the jambotron was going to be so she could see the ceremony yes <laughs> candace is a child but she is all of us sometimes <laughs> And her saying, like, it took more than seven and a half minutes for her to get up the stairs. I died. Um, did you catch Giselle mentioning Karen being in other people's DMs? Yes. The shade. <laughs> I hope that gets brought up at the reunion. I don't think it will because it was at the end. And they usually don't see that last episode before. Eek. But I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, we're getting dark. We're getting sharp again, guys. I like you as friends. Just do that. I liked that they kept their vows short. I like, or yeah, their vows, they kept them pretty short, yeah. the personal ones. The way they flashed back to all of Karen's old faces, though, throughout the years. We have been on a journey with that um, massage, you know? We have seen it through a lot of different procedures. Yeah. And a lot of different makeup. She's come out on the other side. And then Karen and Ray dancing together. Yikes. Another bad night for dancing. <laughs> it was real bad. They couldn't even dance close to each other because her dress was like keeping everybody six feet apart. And then G yelled, take it low. And I said, no. <laughs> G, first of all, the phrase is dip it low, as Christina Million said. Number two, stop commanding. And then Michael showed up again, like we said. He and Juan were playing games. Candace dropped the phrase white privilege because she just felt like that would sound educated. And then everyone started dancing together. And that was weird. They did the little um, snapshots of like the, what what did they call that at the end when they do the pictures? With oh, the updates. Yeah. The <laughs> Chris and his mother-in-law barely speak. I went, oh yeah, Whoa. I have them. I have them on my phone. Oh, Somewhere. you can pull those up in here Ugh. i like that just all single though like what i can't harp on enough on this show is like i think she's very happy being single but for some reason this cast collectively places value on the women having a partner yeah and what type of partner they are so like she's never gonna win that battle because the cast has decided that that's like a badge of worth which is stupid trash and out of date so well, congrats yes, to all of you housewife, so yeah anyway but it's like, I feel like, especially like the women of color and the Jersey ones, like, I feel like they definitely do that. Cause like, I don't yeah. think Beverly Hills cares. I don't think New York cares, but unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. Our communities have not caught up. So are we ready for these? Okay. So go for it. Go for it. Ashley is, Ashley is thriving in her mother. Oh no. 
Ashley is thriving in her mommyhood. She is still not keen on Michael's movie-making dreams. She'd prefer he focus less on producing and more on reproducing baby number three. Disgusting. Yuck. Mia and her mother continue to work on their relationship. Gordon and Mia are currently building a new house and plan to have a suite for her mom. The budget is not low. Giselle is no longer dating her mystery man and instead had a hot girl summer. She's practicing being more emotionally available. But much like Hotel Giselle, it's a work in progress. Mm, I'm telling you, they really need to let her be single. Wendy is still loving Happy and Ness and all of her tweaks, quote unquote. She's currently Mm. working on a memoir and preparing for the release of her candle, which she will not be limiting to one wick. God, I could not care about Wendy (laughs) with all due. Candace has released her full length album, Deep Space, to great success, which this isn't part of it. But Anita Baker definitely like supported her album. But, you know, anyway, what? I know the queen supported her album. Oh, you can pay people to do anything. (laughs) Chris is still acting as her husbander, despite Dorothy's concerns. Chris and his mother-in-law now barely speak. Mm. Robin and Juan have moved into their new home where there's enough room for another baby Dixon. The couple has still not set a wedding date, but Michael has several leads on bachelor party venues. Dot, dot, dot. Ew. <laughs> the <He's> Hugers... So- <laughs> it's just gross. The Hugers are in the newlywed phase following their vow renewal ceremony. Karen continues to take her ambassador role very seriously and mm. has since filmed another Surrey tourism video. Dot, dot, Mess. dot. And Surrey. <laughs> Mess. No Scala updates, but Scala is dressing perfectly. The end. <laughs> In- insertion <laughs> by India right there, y'all. She is giving the oscillators what they're looking for. Pretty much. Yes. So who do we think is more of an institution? The Hugers or Jada and Will? Is that rude? <laughs> I don't know. The fact that you, if everyone could just I'm going to say Jada and Will. I would agree. They're way more agree. of an institution because institutions are real. Like oh, real life. You heard it here first. I'm not saying that Karen's not real. I'm not saying their, their marriage isn't real. But like Jada and Will are just so much more open about like their struggles. They're very open as we've learned. The wow. That was like one of the highlights of 2020 was all of that. All right. Salt Lake City. It's always snowing there. Um, I'm getting like a little whatever about them overall, to be quite honest. They're just, you know, doing their thing. Um, yeah, this would, isn't, you know, this is a, this is an episode. Like it really just boiled down to like, they're being way too strategic. Like, I think that they are. They just know too much about like this channel and like what sells and stuff like that. So they keep trying to create drama now instead of just like living their lives and letting shit happen. Yeah. Because there's like, just like this whole strategy. Like I do think that Lisa is a puppeteer and like is trying to design some social situations, but I also think Mary and Whitney are just like on this. No, Whitney and Heather are on this weird campaign against Lisa 
And so they're also plotting while accusing Lisa of plotting. And so it's just like a bunch of chaos. Mm -hmm. And then Meredith and Jen are just trying to do like, Meredith, Jen, and Mary are all just trying to do like, I'm a gifable housewife, you know, and like do crazy shit so that they get quoted all the time. Because even Mary, like in her confessionals is just like laying down too thick with her weird phrases. And you can tell she just like wants to make people like laugh in shock, you know, like put Mm -hmm. them in awe and shock. Mm -hmm. Like all of it, like they're, they're really overplaying their hand. Like they're going to get Dallas if they, if they don't get it together soon. Yeah. Cause Dallas started off pretty good. And then it just, it went downhill so fast. Yeah. So all we know is that like, they're going to do um, Lisa's stories that she's like hosting a party for her son's brand that supposedly they thought of themselves. And her son has been making business plans since he was three, blah, blah, blah. It's like every person who tells their, about their kids they're like they're going to be famous because they're singing and dancing in their bedroom but you know what i think but you know what i think i think that people like me and you if we were like given the opportunities of like not shading our parents whatsoever no yeah it's just a different age and time but i feel like if we were given the opportunities that he was given we would have our own businesses too i used to sell pictures that i made on like in front of my but i feel like you and i also are just like actually more industrious i think he just is like exposed to this and his mom is like this would be a good idea and he's like okay i also but i I kind of think that he like like, wants to i think that he like has his mom like maybe sees his mom and like or his parents like and they're such entrepreneurs that he's like has this this natural entrepreneur spirit of like i want to get involved like i want to be a part of something and probably they're like encouraging him but i think that he is I feel like he's going to be a successful, like, adult. Adult, if he, yeah. like, stays I mean, right he's situation. already going to inherit their business, so. Yeah. He's not going to be in 2050. Yeah. Probably sooner. Oh, right. not 2050. 2035. 2035. Okay, I was like, we will be old. I will not speak for yourself. I mean, I will be of an age, but I will be, I'm going to be like Jane Fonda. That's how I want to Oh, be. yeah. I want to be, actually, I would love to be a Jane Fonda, but I would love to be more of Frankie than Grace. You will be the Frankie to my Grace. <laughs> Probably. I, I will be drinking vodka and turn out gay. Shut the fuck up, yeah. India. No, we're not going to have that happen. Or, yeah, I'm just saying that, in, that energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll I, just be. I'll just be tipsy and on pills all the time in great fashions. And I'll and just you'll be, be like, really high and yeah. painting and everything's cool and mellow and researching conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah. I mean, that's already part of me now. You're going to like accidentally inhale like butternut squash through a bong or something. I'm going to be like, oh, let's take you to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Jane Fonda forever. I made Danny our friend Danny go see um book club one time at like a matinee at 10 45 in the morning on a Saturday and she was like what white woman bullshit did you just take me to (laughs) then like the whole audience was like over 70 and we heard this old man snoring in the theater because it was like (laughs) too long of a film for him (laughs) she was like what did you do and I was like but was it funny and she's like no and I was like okay we'll try <laughs> another time another video another, another movie we'll which was like you're never allowed to pick a movie again <laughs> um so then we have to sit down at like mary whitney and heather and 
fucking Mary's like, buongiorno, buongiorno. And then she's talking about how she doesn't eat raw fish because they're going to grow inside her. I was like, shut up. You're not funny anymore. Like, you're annoying now. I love a ceviche. Yeah, I also turned on her because I love ceviche and sushi. So I was like, shut the fuck up, you uncultured swine. (laughs) I'm getting really aggressive at the the other end of this. (laughs) I think I'm getting overheated because I was cold and I turned my heater too high in my apartment. (laughs) The devil is coming out. The malignant tumor is coming out. (laughs) Sorry, I'm scaring her. (laughs) I was like, you really were with that noise. I'm going to have to have a palate cleanser. I'm going to go have to watch an episode of New Girl to wash that away. Because <laughs> I'm a baby. I don't know what voice that was, guys. I'm really sorry. We are really the most traumatized. Who has been personally victimized by India? I am sorry. <laughs> Anyone who has been personally victimized by Pop of Color Pod, raise your hand <laughs> alone in your car where you're listening to this. Raise your hand and then give us a five star rating. Ooh. Um, so I'm just going to skip that because I didn't care. All it is is that Whitney and Heather are trying to convince Mary that Lisa's not her friend. But yeah. they're also doing it because they're bad people. So I don't feel bad for them. Um, There's like this little moment where like Lisa does the photo shoot with the boys and Auntie Jen comes out in her wolf hat. I stand. <laughs> I screamed because I was like, you crazy bitch but i love her so i am really concerned because i judged all the people who still love erica jane after all of the legal drama but i think i'm part of the shaw squad like official member get me a shaw amazing t-shirt i mean jen is just like it's so hard to hate her like erica it's easy because it's like she has no personality she gives nothing and so when this happens and she's like, rude okay. to people all the time yeah it's just like, like okay, rude to people like, for no reason she's always kind of a bitch like you know or just yeah. seems like a bitch because she's like cold and just like flat whereas jen gives us all these emotions from yeah good like to she's bad. Angry, but she's also like very loving like yeah. i really do believe that she is that person too yeah. like the giving person and supportive person she's like if i'm gonna scam old people out of their money i'll give it to the kids yeah um and then you know she just like lisa did bring up the whole like whoever she worked for who got into a fight with her and she was like listen if i focus on everything negative in my life i would never get anything done and i thought that was a very like actual good advice for the first time ever because like a lot of housewives they'll do like a lot of like aphorisms or like mantras that are just like stupid like live laugh love energy but i feel like that was like an actual practical good example one Right. for her to say like Beverly Hills is always giving stupid ass phrases and I'm like shut the fuck up like y'all are not part of this this is also possibly the fifth time I've said shut the fuck up in like three minutes so I need to bring myself down a notch and That's all I've had is time. lemon ginger tea today <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm about to start my period it's Thursday night I overheated I this it. apartment I might have a fucking parasite in the back of my school thanks to India <laughs> Like I'm on the edge and not of glory, people. You don't have not a parasite. Just all jokes, all jokes. Yeah. And so then we just have more of like Whitney being desperate, like trying to do her lines too, which is like when she said, if Lisa was one of the Avengers, she'd be the button pusher. And what ma'am, would she be? Ma'am, that is not one of the Avengers. Their names are not that. Would it's you like, be a jellyfish? Jellyfish woman? Oh, you're always oh. jealous? 
Because she's jelly, peanut butter and jealous. I mean, the, the jealousy oozes through the TV. It's really embarrassing, to be quite frank. Because Lisa's not all that, but she looks like it next to Whitney. Oof, and then Meredith and Whitney keep trying to convince us they're friends. And they did that lunch together with their daughters. And I was just like, this is more mismatched than Rena and Sutton with the daughters. And their daughters are so pretty. They're so beautiful. I was like, oh, they're so pretty. Okay. But. I mean, one of them has hella fillers and is 20. Oh, yeah. I mean, her her and Meredith. Her face wasn't real, but okay. It was so funny because they just were so different. Like Heather and that daughter are just like so like average, not in a bad way, but just yeah. like so run of the Regular, normal. Meredith and her daughter look like cyborgs that were produced yeah. in a laboratory and like got face oil poured all over their heads. Like yeah. and titties out all the time. Mother and daughter. It's just weird. So that was weird. And then their food, like you could tell Meredith and her daughter were freaking out with all the food that Heather and the other daughter were ordering for them. They're like, falafel waffle, fries, wings. And Meredith was like, yeah. Meredith was like, I drink my calories. Yeah. <laughs> like, is what you could just tell was going on, on the inside. And then we have the fresh. Oh, wait, can we mention that Heather tried? traveled with a midget as a companion so she could a little person see the world oh sorry together we're really unraveling (laughs) maybe that's the name of the episode unraveling (laughs) heather traveled with a little person as a companion so she could (laughs) quote unquote see the world see the world god that must be a sad life it actually (laughs) made me feel kind of bad for her i was like okay i get why you're like this and her holding up the fifth of vodka Mm-mm. Like, no. <laughs> what a loser. That's what I automatically thought. What a loser. <laughs> you know how like Southerners say bless your heart and like British people say bless them? Like in Spanish, we say bendito. <laughs> <laughs> we bless them. Bendito, pobre Heather. <laughs> like, ¿qué pasó? tu vida en México con el chiquito. Taylor Armstrong and I just pull out my grandma. Oh, child. Oh, my God. We have different, we are different people tonight, India. (laughs) You're like Auntie Charlene, and I'm malignant. Like, I literally, I love to name people for no reason, fake names. And um, people always think that I'm actually like, that's their name. And then they go up to them like, hey, so I'm like, no, 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 no. I chose that name. Like I was at a concert last Friday and there were these like weird older blonde lady. I was at a country concert, um, Old Dominion stand. So groupie life, if you guys are listening to this, invite me to your tour. <laughs> um, sidebar. But there were these older, like, blonde, like, very country-ish women at the concert. You already know what I'm saying. And they were trying to dance, which was, like, very Austin Kroll, you know, like, a lot of weird swing going away from the shoulders. And I said, look at those Matildas. And my friend was like, is that a word? Like, is that what people are saying, Matildas? And I was like, no, I'm just calling them Matilda (laughs) because Matilda energy. Not Matilda the movie, just a woman named Matilda in the streets, you know? Yes, that can't dance. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, just like, and they were thirsty broads too. Like they were definitely trying to fuck the band too. Oh, there's, I saw a lot of crazy moves at that concert. I'm sure. And I was like, I had work the next day, so I wasn't drinking. And so like when you're sober and taking all of that in, you're having two experiences. Like you're experiencing the concert and then you're experiencing the audience. And this one lady, like I kept laughing because she was just wasted and she kept telling me, like, she thought I was laughing at her because she has a condition, but I know a condition she has. And it, it's a condition in which she has numbness in her limb, like in her hands. And I was like, I am not laughing because you have numbness in your hands. I'm laughing because you are dancing as if you are the star of the show when we're here to see a concert <laughs> by a professional music artist, which is not you. Watching white people dance is just one of my favorite pastimes because... Oh, that's like one of the few things yeah. I miss about college. Watching people. Remember just like going to the delis and watching people in the wild. Mess. Um, anything else happened on this TV series? Oh, this is where they were like ready to expose Mary for being a cult leader. Yeah. And Lisa definitely planted everything. I mean, I get why Lisa, we talked about this last week. Like I said it, I was like, Lisa invited Whitney because it won't run, like it won't read if she invites Jen and then Jen goes against Mary because Jen was already an enemy of Mary's last season. She needed somebody who was Mary's friend to learn this so that that person turns against yep. her. Because that's way more effective, which we see is probably what's happening next week. It was so staged. Like, it was, it was such a like setup. Meredith is such a bad person to use for this because she's like, I, I left very uncomfortable from that conversation. Like, I don't know why I hit that old South accent, but you know what I mean? I mean, you almost sounded like her. Like, I just, I just don't. Yeah, she's like a hard one to place. So yeah. sad. I just, I want to cry. Yeah, you just have to give it that nasal. Uh, and I was like, bitch, you haven't cried I, in I 30 years. I, I just, I'm so sad. Uh, everybody, we're working on our reel for our future acting careers. <laughs> our, our voiceover artist. We're going to be on the third reboot of Rugrats. Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, it was um pretty fucking staged and embarrassing, which is why I'm like, this is going Dallas like real bad. Because remember, there were shows like that where it was like Dallas and Potomac premiered at the same time and everybody was obsessed with Dallas and nobody wanted to watch Potomac because racists. Um, And then look who is the shining jewel of Bravo and look who is fired. I just want How the to turns of tables turn some tables because that was awful. Like, and it was just so obvious. I'm like, this is so staged. It was very cringe. It was so like, that's cringe. why I'm like, there may be a day where we have to like walk away from housewives and just cover the other Bravo shows. And he like, didn't even say anything. Is, look at everything winter house is giving us and look at everything. The housewives aren't. Yeah. They're like too complacent because they're comfortable. I feel like we're going to get some good shit with the OC. Like, I feel like that one's going to give us something for mm-hmm. the winter. Miami, I'm fucking ready. Like, welcome to Miami. Um, I am. I look forward to Jersey. But um, you know. Oh, Girls Trip. Oh, yeah. Girls Trip is coming. Girls Trip is coming. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll have Jersey. a full plate. Jersey. I might dip in. I'll give you, like, an episode. Every, like, if you're like, this is the one that shit's going to go down, I'll watch those. Oh, yeah. It's just, like... It's good. Like, it's, like, a more, more mature. Like, it's not as, like, flipping I just, tables, like, mob wife crazy as it used to be. 
Yeah. Like, I just watched an old episode because um, I was, like, watching, like, all, like, the Christmas, or not Christmas, Halloween episodes or, like, costume episodes. Oh. And one of Jersey when, like, one girl was pulling the other girl's hair. I don't know. And they were, like, tugging it. I was like, oh, my gosh, Jersey used to be so wild. Jersey used to be, like, Bad Girls Club. Mob Wives. It was, like. See, it was Mob Wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, remember when we were obsessed with the mafia as a society from, like, 2008 to 12? Like, every reality show was about people breaking the law. And it was like, yeah, and then you wanted to be on TV about it. Wild. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. Uh, so what else? Uh, Heather and Jen, which I don't really I mean, care about. Oh, they had those dildos on their head. I think yeah. I'm going to get that for a bachelorette party I'm going to. In a I think few that looks really fun. Because at first, I was like, that is pretty fun. I love how like Jen had to confront her and be like, so are you trying to date or are you not trying to date? Because it's not true. I don't know. Also, I love that like um, Meredith didn't want to invite Jen to the chalet or whatever the fuck they're going to. And Heather like nominated herself as a co-host. I was like, wow, she's really trying to make this Meredith mm-hmm. thing happen for her. Um, and then Jen was like, I don't care how I get invited as long as I get to go to the big house. At first I agreed with her, but I'm also introverted. And I like thought about like one time I was invited on a trip and like, it was like from one of my best friends and I knew they had like not the best taste in other friends, but I did it anyway. And I was miserable on most of this trip. I was like in a beautiful place, but I was just like, everybody is like they're just like so mean and so toxic to each other it was like being in winter house like i was gabby except i wasn't like telling luke in a time that i wanted him inside me but otherwise i was like gabby yeah where i was just like alone look looking for communication skills because i was like i don't know how to speak to these people but yeah. that's because they were trash people not because anything was wrong with me part of me is like i don't like to go anywhere where i'm not invited but then the other part of me is like nope i'm going and making your life hell well, that's like our Aquarius placements. We love to be contrarians. Yeah. Because that's like what I love and also what I hate about Aquarians. It's like when they just have to be opposite for the sake of being opposite. Oh, that's my Aquarius cusp and Venus screaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're good. That like we really covered a lot of ground today. Yeah. Winter House was obviously the start. I was about to say, guys. this is a Winter House podcast now. Yeah. Change the title, India. Write Pop of Winter House. <laughs> Pop of Winter House of Color. Um, <laughs> so just forever watching Succession and Drag Race UK. I have to tell That's you. True. So I finished, well, we, as in John and I, but the Royal for the first time, the first season of Succession. Thoughts. It was what are you amazing. Amazing TV. Everyone was so- right. You have to get through those first hard three episodes of like the character development four episodes of character development and that episode that next fifth episode it's like it hits you like a can't a ton of bricks not a can of bricks while i'm unraveling (laughs) unraveling happy can of bricks what is a can of bricks girl we gotta look it up on the internet i'm scared (laughs) um yes succession is that bitch um it's my life's mission the way it used to be my life's mission to make people watch roni i've moved on from that no longer you know all good relationships come to an end um 
but I just want everyone to watch Succession and I watch want them to watch seasons three through five of Summer House and I want them to watch Winter House. Um, and also, again, if you want something fun and chaotic, watch Drag Race UK. You need to have a streaming service for it that our, our mutual friend Justina get, lets me use. So thanks to him who said that he doesn't listen to podcasts, so he won't listen to ours, but it's not because of us. He's an Aquarius, aka a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he knows love that's you. how I feel about him. I love you. Mm, <sighs> but I'm very proud of you. Wait till you see season two and wait till you get to the currently airing season because know, every episode is like, it's just like actually well done television. Like one, it's just like such good writing. It's so fucking funny. It's just like, it's a point. It's literally the last show that I have that I consider appointment television. Like it's the very last show that I now watch live. I don't watch anything else live. Uh, see, um, see this Sunday season. at 9 p.m. I pull up that good old HBO Max. I feel like I need an HBO Max podcast, honestly, because like that's where I'm pulling all my content from now. Uh, it's so good. 12 Dates of Christmas, season two, coming this Thanksgiving. I'm ready. Is that on HBO Max? Yeah. It's like a dating show. I didn't watch it last year, but then I saw the trailer for this year's, and I was like, I texted one of my friends. I was like, case study. Is Winter House and 12 Dates of Christmas the same show? But I was just kidding, because it feels like Winter House is secretly a dating show. I'm going to have to try it. I've been watching Insecure that the last season, the five season is on. So I've been really watching that too. Yeah. I mean, HBO's really hitting out the park. Yeah, it is. You know, White Lotus flopped to me, but love Succession. That yeah. Those are the only, I told somebody, I was like, I think it's the only show about straight men that I watch. Oh, Here and we- Shiv who acts like a man because I'm so upset with her this season after Waiting till she gets married to Tom to say, I think I want to be in an open marriage. I'm like. Shiv is like wild. Poor a wild case analysis. I've only ever watched the show once through. So I need to like rewatch it. Knowing everything that I know now. Um, I love it because I love problematic men. So like, again, that trio of like Kendall, Roman, Greg. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Oh Someone gosh, different for whatever episode I have that crying time. like a little bitch because his dad found out that like he got into an accident with that guy who died in the lake, <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck! Now I can't take over. I can't mm-hmm. do a bear hug. Now I have to crawl back to daddy." Every Sunday, Amber texts me and goes, "Are you ready for our favorite sad boy?" Because <laughs> <laughs> that's one flavor of toxic I like. So. He definitely fits the bill for me. Yeah. I have to, I have to send you a tweet about him later. Cause I can't, I would tell you it, but I just like, I can't remember it. And it's like one of those paragraph ones. And so I don't want to like picture the delivery. So gotcha. well, definitely put that in my pocket for later. I'm glad you're letting the poppers know about succession because I can't be the only one to die on this hill. Yeah. But let me tell you, once you get to season three, and I have a theory that the third season of any TV show is the best season. So I'm truly just like letting this happen in real time. I'm strapped in. Like the only show my phone is like, I don't even need to hide it. Like I don't need to look at my phone when I'm watching this show. It's just like visually good, written well. Um, I've said it before. 
they kind of remind me of my family sometimes except rich which is i'm glad none of them have ever seen the show because they wouldn't take kindly <laughs> to that comparison uh you know people don't like it when you hold up a mirror <laughs> and with that cattiness i think we should leave yeah, before i dig myself into my stomach is empty so we're gonna pop out of here get it <laughs> And maybe we'll touch on some of the other shows we like because I doubt we'll break down reunions that much for Potomac. Yeah, if anything interesting happens, maybe. But You know I'll go on my uh, soapbox when Nikki goes on there unvaccinated to expose herself to the group. Yeah. Because y'all know how I feel. Onika. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> anyway, guys. <laughs> this has been great. Have a poppin' weekend. And uh, hopefully you're not doing as badly as we clearly are at the end yeah, of this. we're struggling. But somehow we struggled through nearly two hours of talking shit. We did. You're welcome. Enjoy. So glad that we got you through that commute. Putting away your groceries. Ignoring people on the elevator. You're fucking welcome. Yes. Adios, cucarachas. As usual, don't forget to rate, subscribe, Leave us comments. Let us know how you feel about the show or reviews, whatever it's called. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Los amo. Adios. Bye. Bye.